0: December 25th, 2018, it was our first Christmas in our new million-dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, raving fans, money, assets, and yeah, I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends, the kid that got pregnant at 19, I felt stuck. Like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things. All the things that promised me freedom. And it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was going to be an inside job. And I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool-ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the Unruly Entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really, truly, truly finally fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome to the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. I want to talk about the word harmful and how it gets thrown around in the coaching industry a lot. And I believe that in itself is actually causing a lot of invisible harm that we're not aware of. And here's what I want to say is the people who are doing this, I believe have are well-intentioned, right? The intention is to stand up for a certain group. And what's happening is I'm going to ask you just for a few minutes to think about two things with me really logically. And then you can decide for yourself if you still think that this is a useful way of being able to create change and stand up for groups. So number one, when you tell someone that, they, that someone else harmed them, they now feel like a victim. When you feel like a victim, does that cause power in your body or does that take power from the body? I'm gonna suggest that if we really care about people winning, we're gonna think about how to say things in a way that actually increases energy and power in the body, why? Because energy that feels like power is energy that can be translated into new patterns, ideas, behaviors, and really useful change. I don't know about you. That's a lie. I do know about you. I know we got into the coaching world to create change. So I'm going to suggest that that's why you're here too, or you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast right now. So pointing fingers and saying, look what you did, shame on you, actually causes people to emotionally react. Blood starts to leave the brain and people go into fight or flight where they get really focused on one thing threat. So if somebody holds a knife to your face, do you even remember what they looked like? Or do you just remember the exact shape, size, color of the knife, right? So I'm going to suggest that you're not going to notice even like bystanders or or people who could have been potential witnesses because when you feel threatened, your mind gets focused on the one thing that feels like the highest form of threat and starts to lose focus on everything else. You lose access to strategy, intuition, logic, creativity, focus, energy. So, when people point fingers and they say, Look what you did, shame on you, or we say that to other people, Look what you did, shame on you, because you posted about this and it caused this reaction for someone else, and that was really harmful for them. We're not actually being a voice for change. We're actually being a voice to cause people to become, to, be, to um, fall into a flight, fight, or freeze response that's compromising access to intuition, creativity, strategic, logic energy and focus. Name one time where it's useful to have less access to those things. It's not. When someone feels like a victim, they start to lose access. They become afraid. And when we're afraid, our arms and our legs are very strong to be able to move very fast but our body stops prioritizing digestion. Our body stops prioritizing restoration. Our body loses blood from the brain and it goes into the body. We're compromising people when they feel afraid, when they feel threatened, when they feel victimized. I don't think that's a useful way to create change. It, does, it just doesn't seem practical to me. When I just look at it purely through the lens of logic, not even through the lens of like my history, all the meanings all the, all the belief systems that I have about this world, like just pure practical logic, that doesn't seem like it really makes sense to me. So there's this skill, if we want to be a voice for change, there's a skill where we have to learn how to get our message across by uniting people and seeing them in their power, even when they're doing something that's, I don't want to say harmful, I want to say not so useful. And what might not be useful for one person is extremely useful to another, which brings me to point number two. So let's say, for example, you and I go on a safari together. Just stay with me for a second. We go on a safari. We're in one of those cool Jeeps. It's like sunset happening. We see this family of zebras. They're just chilling, munching on the grass. They're all snuggling. It's like just chill time for for this family of zebras. And we're just like mesmerized by just the beauty and the awe of like the surrounding areas and like the happy little family of zebras and like the baby zebra and maybe like the anti-zebra and whatever. And we're just enjoying the scenery. And then all of a sudden, all the zebras start running really fast. And we're like, holy shit, what the fuck? What just happened? And we turn around and we look back. And we see a fucking lion and we're like, holy shit. And I look to you and I say, oh my God, the lion made the zebras run. And you say like the smart ass that you are, charming, a little bit of a smart ass, but also very smart and practical. And you're like, Andrea, I don't think the lion wants the zebras to run. I don't think the the lion is making zebras run because lion wants dinner. Lion wants the zebras to be very slow and very sleepy. And I was like, fuck. Well, first of all, you're a smart ass. Second of all, you're really smart. (laughs) That actually makes sense. Lion wants zebras to be slow and sleepy so it can have dinner. So if it's not lion that's making zebras run, it must be a facet of zebra's mind that's making zebras run in order to protect them. Which suggests to me that the sensations and the response that we're having in our bodies are actually coming from a facet of our own mind. And I like this scenario because if it's coming from the inside, we have power over it. If it's coming from the outside, we don't have power. We're at the whim of every environmental piece of debris that comes at us versus us having power to create and cause our own change and for us to have an effect on the external environment we're causing it instead of it causing us. I like that story better for you. I like that story better for me. So how is it that, number one, if if it's not the external conditions that are affecting the sensations that we feel, which we would call triggers and feeling harm, it, it's not actually, like nobody online is throwing a knife at us, right? What's happening is people's triggers are being activated metaphorically, but it feels very real in the body sometimes, doesn't it? It feels like somebody just picked a scab and poured salt in it or vinegar in it, right? So the sensation that we're feeling is happening by how our mind is perceiving an event and two people can witness the same exact event and one of them can feel a sensation of power around what they're perceiving and another person can feel a sensation of weakness around their perceiving, what they're perceiving. So if two people are looking at the same exact thing and one person feels strength and another person feels weakness, is it the external event causing it or is it something coming from the inside? I'm gonna suggest once again that it's coming from the inside and I like this for you. Because if you're the problem, you are also the solution. Hear that again. If you're the problem, you're also the solution, which means you have the power you have all along. So if there's this skill that comes from learning to get our message across by uniting people and seeing them in their power and describing in their power so they can rise up into it Anyone can learn it. The question is, do we dare? I bet you do. I can feel it in my bones from here. We are so much stronger together. And when we're reacting and when we're trying to defend a group of people, we aren't being very effective when our approach to defend puts them in a position of weakness, I know the intentions are well, but it doesn't matter if the intentions are well, if they're not actually being received in a useful way. So how do we do that in a more useful way? That's why I started learning rapid resolution therapy. You guys know I'm going to preach about that shit till the day I fucking die. It's why I'm on this planet. I'm going to like, I'm going to say that a million times over and over. It's the only thing that's felt useful and makes sense that keeps people in their power that I've ever learned. So I've been studying that for the last two years, that if I were to say, do a thing. like I'll give you guys all the details below. I'll give you a discount code, but I do not take a single penny from that brand. I'm not against being an affiliate marketer. You guys know I have my program that teaches affiliate marketing. I'm so paid. I'm a huge believer in affiliate marketing, but this brand has already given so much to me that I will not take another thing from it so I do not receive any financial compensation from somebody using my code to sign up to become trained in rapid resolution therapy. I just want every coach, everyone who has a platform, everyone who has a voice, everyone who has a desire to cause change in other people, everyone who has the energy to actually go out there and do something with it or do something useful for yourself so that other people just become curious. Why are you lighter? Why is your face brighter? Why does it look like you're reverse aging? Why does it seem like you're becoming more younger, younger, youthful, agile, um, smarter, faster to overcome things? Why does it seem like you're just so untriggerable? My coach, um, Rebecca, said to me one time, she's like, Andrea, you're just you're just the untriggerable woman. Or no, she goes, you're just so untriggerable. Nothing phases you. Nothing bothers you. And I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, that's it. I want to teach people to become untriggerable. I used to think I wanted to teach it to women, like becoming the untriggerable woman was, you guys have maybe heard that episode on this podcast where it was just a clip from um, from my program, WAP, Wealth Alignment Patterns. And, And it's not that anymore. I want every human to feel untriggered because when we aren't triggered, when you, no one can control you when you are healed and whole. No one can control you when you are healed and whole. When you can't be triggered, you're not in this fight or flight response. You're not losing access to that strategy, that intuition, that creativity. You're not losing access to the connection of your soul. You're not losing, oh my God, my whole body is like lighting up with fucking like goosebumps everywhere. Like you can stay connected to your divinity. You can stay connected to your power. You can stay connected to intuition and wisdom and vision that you can't access in the 3D yet because you're the channel for it. But when you break the channel, when somebody puts the kink in the hose, which comes from you being in a state, a, a fight flies or freeze response, the kink is broken. You don't have access to your intuition. It is no secret that this world is filled with messaging and news cycles that are triggering fear because that fear just simply practically looking at it causes blood to leave your brain, making you dumb. I don't love this for you. <laughs> I don't love this for me and I will not choose it for me. I will be on this path, like I said, for the rest of my life. When a trigger comes up, I'll use RRT. I will fucking pull that shit one by one by one until I cannot be triggered anymore, which at this point is really fucking hard. Because I've pulled so many triggers already, it is my life's work to do this for people. If you're not already in regulate, get in regulate. We'll drop the link in the bio for that, or in the description for that. And I'll give you guys a discount code if you're not in WAP, so you can remove all of your money and wealth triggers that's preventing you from being independently wealthy and creating a tremendous amount of power and influence because of money. Then get into WAP. That's that's what that one's designed for. We'll drop a discount code for that one too. If you guys haven't ever done a private session, I do intensives. Dr. Connolly, who's the founder, does intensives. Wayne Brown who's been a therapist for me as well as my children, as well as a ton of my friends. He's another person. Or you just go to rapidresolutiontherapy.com and there's a list of um, recommended therapists that you can grab names from there. There's so many fucking people. There's so many resources. And I I will never shut up about this because I... I see you whole, I see you healed, I see you being a voice for change, I see you propelling this message forward, I see us together creating a planet where no one can control us because we're already healed and whole and we can be free and we can then take these internal conditions and cause change outside of us. Do you hear me? The other way isn't working. And I know that our intentions were always well-meaning. They're just not effective. And those two are very different. Sometimes we want to get on our, on our platforms and grab the mic or grab anywhere where somebody will listen to us because we want to cause change. But how do we do that when we're causing change by making people dumber? Have you ever been in a fight with someone and all of a sudden you just like go blank? That used to be me. Like my husband and I would fight. It was like, I would lose all access to my thoughts and he would be like, well, remember when you did this? And I'm like, no, I don't remember. Like I couldn't access the memory. And I just, I was just blacking out because blood was leaving my brain. That is not how we create change. We have to create keep people smart. We have to speak to people where they are, see them as the human being that they are, see them as a well-intentioned, well-meaning human being and call them up further into it. But you have to hold that standard for yourself. You have to be this, embody this. This is what I'm calling you up to. This is what I'm calling myself up into every single day. Higher and higher and higher and higher we go together. You are so fucking smart. You are so fucking fierce. You are, you would not be here. Like, there's no way that you would even be attracted to the texture of my voice right now. If you were not called into this with me, be in this with me. We can do better. We can go bigger. We can go bigger. We can do better. I love you guys. You are so fucking fierce and powerful, and I already—I know some of you guys are already on this journey with me. The hundreds of people that have already gone through regulate and a lot of my programs that use RRT—you guys already know what it feels like to pull the trigger and never have to pull it again you guys call it like sorcery or magic or whatever. And it's actually quite simply very practical. In fact, it's the most logical thing that I've ever done. There's like nothing woo about it. It's more like science based than anything, but it's the only thing that's ever felt like truth. And I know it feels like truth in my body because I feel power around it. And I know you do too. We can do better. We will do better. Let's go. Wouldn't it be kind of life-changing if there were a way to eliminate ways of thinking that are diluting power in the free thinkers and the new leaders? These are the people who are pushing the conversation forward, the ones that maybe have even considered walking away, but the ones that humanity certainly cannot afford to lose my promise to you is that words thoughts and opinions of others can begin to roll off like a soft waterfall while you remain naked and seen for who you are and unafraid to be known the idea of cancel culture leaves you feeling untriggered and unwavering the idea of someone ending up in your dms and Vomiting, judgment, and illusion all over your sacred container will not even faze you. I mean, right now, logically, you already know that their opinions don't teach me anything about me and everything about them, and yet it still hurts, and what if it didn't? How fast can you go? How fast could you move if someone came in and took the dial of that thought that's creating the painful emotion around Don't they know who I am? They don't, don't they see my heart? I know that's what they're thinking. Don't they see my heart? Don't they see that I'm here for them? And yet it still hurts, but what if it didn't? What if you could just see them and say, wow, I know they're in pain and you didn't join them. Wouldn't it be life-changing if someone grabbed that dial and turned it down to a zero? So that you can stay, you can plant your flag of your beliefs, your thought systems, your values, your ways of thinking and your ways of doing things that are new, that are fresh, that contradict how society has been run, but you are unwavering, that flag is unwavering. Those moments where you find out that there's a Reddit thread being written about you or you're afraid that that's on the horizon for you don't actually cause any sort of emotion. It evokes no fear. Let them talk, you say. Let them talk. Wouldn't it also be life-changing if you learned even a new way of speaking, a new way of delivering messaging that even created deeper unity within your community? Ooh, that was good. Deeper unity within your community. That is who I created my new program known for. We're gonna eliminate obligatory energy. We're gonna eliminate fear of cancel culture. We're gonna eliminate the ways of thinking that are diluting power in your body so that you can stay moving fast, so that you are unafraid to be seen, so that you don't find yourself sometimes wanting to hide and feeling like you're wincing, like it's you're just afraid the next metaphorical hit is coming and you're just like bracing yourself. What if you didn't need to brace yourself anymore because you knew that if the hit came, it would just blow through you like a breeze. It would just wash over you like a waterfall. Well, you stand firm Will you remain naked and seen for who you are and unafraid to really be known. This program is only gonna have 20 people in the first round. This program is going to be for people who are already using their voice, for people who are already putting themselves out there And you want someone to just strip those feelings. Go in and take that dial wherever that dial is tuned to, anywhere between a zero to a 10, and just dial it down to a zero to where the thought, maybe even the thought occurs, but there's no emotional signature behind it that causes discomfort. And you can just say, fascinating, the thought occurred and keep going. And stay visible and even get bigger than you already are that is who known is for this is for the leaders who need someone to have their back to keep them moving fast to keep the journey to keep the car that they're riding in feeling smooth and pleasurable even when it seems like there might be a a storm coming, the top on that convertible is still down, that wind is still in your hair, the music is still on and you are running into it knowing that there is this force field that has been built around you, this force field that I will build around you to where you can be moving through the storm and it's like you are unfazed by the elements of it. That is who I want, desire and know that I am destined to serve in this program called Known. So if you are feeling guided to be one of the first 20 people that go through this program where you lean back and you let me take that knob and dial it all the way down to a zero and build that force field around you so that you can continue to roll into the storm that is society that that wants to send debris at you because everything that you stand for is the opposite of everything that we've ever known and yet this is where we're going this is where society is going. This is where liberation exists and you stand for it. And I stand for you. You stand for it. And I stand for you. Click the link in the show notes.